Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today, save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. And day 332, when your president promised he wouldn't abandon Americans in Afghanistan, this... How depressing, sad, embarrassing, humiliating, awful is all of this? And nobody cares. They've all turned the page. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Toll free. Our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of this extravaganza. You know, it's uh, it's an amazing. These are amazing times we're living with, living in here. We have in this country an unholy alliance between the media mob, and I call them a mob for a reason, because it's all groupthink. It's a, it's, it's, they all repeat each other. They all have the same political bent, you know, very few exceptions. You know, they, they all went along with the lie, the hoax, the conspiracy theory, Donald Trump, Russia collusion in 2016. And it all turns out that the only collusion, the only Russian disinformation in 2016 came from Hillary Clinton's dirty Russian disinformation dossier that she paid for. That was then later used to spy on an innocent American that actually was an American patriot that served the CIA, Carter Page, and to backdoor and back channel their way to spy on Donald Trump. And even when they knew beyond any doubt because it says on top of a, a FISA application that that they have affirmed everything to be true and accurate to the best of their ability. Even when they were told otherwise, they still used it on three other occasions. This went on for a year. And nobody seems, oops, sorry, no apologies, no retractions, no corrections, nothing. They just move on to the next set of lies. You know, we were told that the quid and the pro and the quo of Donald Trump's, as he calls it, perfect phone call with Zelensky of Ukraine, where he said, well, I hope you're not, if we give you this money, we hope you're not going to be like people before you. There's there's 50 people on this phone call, you know, and miss or uh, misallocate the funds that we're sending your country. 
and getting assurances that the American taxpayer dollars that the president's going to send them won't be misappropriated. And by the way, it turns out that the governments of Ukraine prior to Zelensky, yeah, they weren't that trustworthy, honest, truthful. There was corruption. Corruption abounds, as we know. You know, when we came, remember the impeachment over the quid and the pro and the quo? They, they're all outraged over a quid pro quo. And we have a, a hearsay uh, uh, witness in the case that blows the case wide open, leading to the impeachment of Donald Trump. And here we have videotape of a real quid pro quo in Ukraine. And that's Joe Biden saying that he's bragging about leveraging one billion taxpayer dollars. You're not getting the billion unless you fire a prosecutor who turns out was investigating his son, Hunter, zero with zero experience, is being paid millions by Burisma Holdings that this prosecutor was also investigating along with Hunter Biden. And, you know, sure enough, you know, you got six hours and you know what? Then they gave him the money. They, they fired the prosecutor, rather. And is that a quid pro quo? Using taxpayer dollars? You know, it, it's, it's, you know, Russian misinformation. Uh, Hunter Biden's laptops in the final weeks leading up to the 2020 election. Information that could dramatically change people's vote. At the end of it, as a matter of fact, there are polls showing that people would have changed their votes. And then with one voice, Democrats, the media mob, uh, former people, 50 people in the intel community all say, oh, no, 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 that looks like that's Russian disinformation. Turns out all of it's true. And this happens again and again and again. Now, we're consistent on this program. We condemn the riots in the summer of 2020. Keep reminding you. I, I don't know why we don't have a committee investigating what they could do better to prevent thousands of cops from being injured, dozens of Americans from being killed, uh, billions of dollars in property damage. There's no committee investigating those riots. We condemned in real time right here on this radio program. And that night on my TV show, what happened on January 6th, we can't have people, break, you know, destroying institutions and and threatening lawmakers, elected officials in this country can't have it. I believe in law and order. I believe everyone should be safe and secure. I also believe in the right to peacefully protest. And now we've gotten this whole January 6th committee, and you look at the committee, they have no interest in finding the truth. None whatsoever. It's actually, it's so sad. And yesterday they thought they had the bombshell of all bombshells, the mother of all bombshells, as they they bring in this this witness, Cassidy Hutchinson. Another, it turns out, hearsay witness. By the way, the, the picture of her and Liz Cheney hugging was was quite touching. A person uh, who, by the way, I've now been able to find out more, apparently worked for Donald Trump after donald trump left office uh and worked from i believe january 21st through april 1st while in washington dc she requested to work for donald trump and then i think other people apparently were telling the president that uh she was, was leaking things blah 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 and and after that i don't know what happened but that for that period of time i've been able to confirm with two separate people that she worked for donald trump that didn't come out in the hearings yesterday so we have this whole January 6th hearing, and it's what they are selectively editing 
This is all a predetermined narrative, and every single person on that committee already voted to impeach Donald Trump over this in the post-presidency uh, impeachment trial that took place. You know, it's it's pretty unbelievable to, today. So you get rumors, you get hearsay. Now, there's a reason why hearsay is not allowed in a real court of law. Why do you think Jim Jordan and Jim Banks were thrown off this committee and replaced by two Republicans that just hate Donald Trump? They're allowed to hate Donald Trump. I don't have a problem if they hate Donald Trump. That's their prerogative. That's their, they can do whatever they want. But all of these people obsessed with January 6th, but they have no interest in conducting any real security assessment like they had no interest in in investigating what happened in the summer of 2020, because Democrats at that time fell into one of three categories. They were totally silent because they didn't want to alienate their base leading into an election year in 2020, a presidential election year. So they they just shied away. They never talked about it. Then you had the Democrats that just outright lied to us like the media mob and told us these are mostly peaceful protests. The media mob would go on TV and they'd have their reporters. They have flames and buildings ablaze behind them. Tonight's protests are mostly peaceful. OK, billions in property damage, dozens of dead Americans and oh, thousands of injured cops. Oh, OK, nobody wants to investigate that insurrection, those riots, if you will. Now, it gets even more interesting, as we have. Now, we've pointed out on this program, if this committee was serious, you would have people on both sides of the aisle bringing up every point imaginable with the ultimate goal to getting the truth how this happened, what the mistakes are that were made in the lead up to January 6th, what intelligence they had. We now know they had a lot of intelligence uh, about the threat of potential violence that day. And but then they're, they're not going to bring in the people that will answer those questions. There was on January 4th, I keep reminding you, there were five people in the Oval Office. There was President Trump. There was his chief of staff, Mark Meadows. There was Chris Miller, the secretary of defense at the time. There was Cash Patel, who was the chief of staff for the secretary of defense. And there was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Uh, Milley, uh, General Milley was there. Now, four of the five people I have on tape, and I've been playing it again and again, I won't play it now. All Donald Trump, Mark Meadows, Cash Patel, Chris uh, Miller, all saying to us, yes, at that meeting, two days before January 6th, Donald Trump authorized up to 20,000 troops or whatever is needed to secure the Capitol. That's required by law. Now, for a guy that wants to cause an insurrection why would that man authorize 20,000 troops or if he was leading the insurrection or all these other charges don't you think that'd be pertinent information but if you have a bias committee that has a predetermined outcome they don't want to go down that road you know they're showing all these clips of Donald Trump that day they don't show the one that says many of you will now peacefully and patriotically march to the White House so that your voices may be heard didn't say so you can run in the Capitol and start chasing, running up and down the halls, you know, threatening politicians. You know, so anyway, so less than 12 hours. So yesterday, this is the biggest bombshell ever. Well, less than 12 hours after their bombshell, that with, with their last-minute hearsay witness, Cassidy Hutchinson, you know, claiming that Donald Trump physically assaulted the Secret Service detail, 
saying he wanted to go to the Capitol and tried to grab the steering wheel. You know, it was deemed so important that Liz Cheney called for a previously unscheduled session because of new information that became available. Turns out they had interviewed the per- the girl four times prior. But the revelation, this is the most important witness. Um, it turns out that NBC, ABC, Fox News, and many other outlets are now telling us that Miss Hutchinson detailed conversation that she had with Tony Ornato, the White House Deputy Chief of Staff for Operations, and Bobby Engel, who headed Trump's security detail at the White House after President Trump's speech, in which he told the rioters, you know, that should march peacefully and patriotically. She said, I looked at Tony and he said, did you effing hear what happened in the beast? The beast is, well, by the way, it has a big security barrier from where the president sits in the back and the driver up in front. But anyway, uh, and, and Hutchinson recalled using the nickname for the presidential vehicle. I said, no, Tony, I just got back. What happened when Bobby had relayed to him? We're not going to the Capitol. You don't have the assets to do it. It's not secure. We're going back to the West Wing. The president had a very strong, angry response. And Hutchinson said, said that Ornato described Trump as being irate. And then Trump said something to the effect is, I'm the blanking president. Take me to the Capitol now. Then the president, quote, reached up towards the vehicle of the front to grab the steering wheel. And Mr. Angle grabbed his arm and said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going back to the Capitol. And then Hutchinson added, Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Angle. And when Mr. Ornato had recounted the story to me, he had motioned towards his collarbone. Liz Cheney then asked Hutchinson if Angle disagreed with any part of the story that Ornato relayed. Hutchinson said he did not. Source close to Ornato told NBC News that Trump's former deputy chief of staff for operations first heard the account involving the steering wheel during Hutchinson's testimony and that Ornato is willing to testify under oath that it is completely not true. Bobby Angle is also prepared to testify under oath. ABC, NBC, you know, Fox, everybody reporting, the UK Daily Mail is prepared to testify under oath to the committee that this testimony is incorrect. And there's another bombshell that we found today that is blown up in smoke. You know, Secret Service now claims Liz Cheney, the committee, never checked with him on this claim. So she's not even a witness to this. And the people and the person she says told him uh, says, no, I'll testify that that's not the case. Secret Service agent will testify that's not the case. Just like the witnesses that were there when Trump authorized the National Guard, they're not being called in. Then Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser had the option to call up the guard they didn't bring them in they didn't bring the sergeant at arms in the capitol police chief that requested national guard troops himself again and again and again and again they've not been brought in because it doesn't fit their predetermined outcome and narrative this is this this is beyond anything i've ever seen in my life the corruption stinks to high heaven 809 Hey, Sean Hannity here. Will you join me in fighting the epic battle of the millennium? Do you realize since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, abortion states now have seen a huge increase in patients? Now, sadly, babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's why Preborn has stepped in, and they use the science of 4D ultrasound to introduce expecting moms to their precious babies, and this science works. When a mom is in crisis and hears that baby's heartbeat or sees him or her on an ultrasound, Guess what? They're more than twice as likely to choose life. 
Now, five ultrasounds are just 140 bucks. That would help perhaps rescue five babies' lives. If you donate now, that just donate securely. You can do it by dialing pound 250 on your cell, saying the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, preborn.com slash Sean. You will never regret helping this organization. Unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. They rely on your generosity. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation, without the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the uh, program. So another issue came up, ABC News breaking this story. And I have no idea, now that we know that the Secret Service is claiming that the January 6th committee never reached out to the Secret Service, knowing that this would be the blockbuster testimony. But anyway, so they showcase Cassidy Hutchinson, star witness. Um, Now we find out there was a moment when... There was a handwritten note. The committee made a big deal about this. Sources familiar with the the matter. Handwritten note. Cassidy Hutchinson testified yesterday was written by by her. When in fact now Eric Hirschman, who is the former Trump White House lawyer, is claiming to ABC that that note was written by him during a, a meeting at the White House that afternoon of the 6th, not by Cassidy Hutchinson. Anyway, the handwritten note that Cassidy Hutchinson testified was written by her was, in fact, written by Hirschman, according to ABC, on January 6th, 2021. 
quote, all sources with direct knowledge and law enforcement have and will confirm it was written by Mr. Hirschman. At Tuesday's hearing, Hutchinson testified about the note. That's a note that I wrote at the direction of the chief of staff, January 6th, likely around three o'clock. And it was written on the chief of staff note card. But that's your handwriting, Miss Hutchinson. Uh, Representative Cheney said, that's my handwriting. In response to the Hirschman claim, a spokesperson for the Jan 6 committee said the committee has done its diligence on this and found Miss Hutchinson's account uh, on this matter credible. We understand that she and Mr. Hirschman may have differing recollections. Let's bring it in. Covers the real truth about the politics of D.C. He's your watchdog on Big Brother every day. Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. So, you know, just just stand back and look at this objectively. This kangaroo court, this this committee with a predetermined outcome, they only care about one riot. They don't care about the 574 riots that took place in the summer of 2020. Uh, they don't care at all. Four witnesses of the five in the room say that they heard Donald Trump authorize up to 20,000 troops days before January 6th to protect the Capitol. That then becomes the jurisdiction of Nancy Pelosi, the who's in charge of security for the Capitol, and the D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who in writing rejected it. By the way, it was Biden's inspector general investigated Trump's Department of Defense and their reaction to January 6th and found no wrongdoing. They did everything right. But, you know, how is it if the committee is looking for the truth of that day and not a narrative that is only about bludgeoning Trump? Forget about whether you like Trump, don't like Trump. It's about the process. It's about fundamental fairness. If you want fundamental fairness, you can't have a committee of people that all hate Donald Trump. I mean, it's just this is why cross-examination is so important. This is why hearsay witnesses are not allowed in a real court of law. Because you can't validate that. This was hearsay testimony that, in fact, Donald Trump... Actually, you know, had a conversation that Donald Trump went nuts in the in the beast and tried to take the steering wheel and, and grabbed and got furious. And he even threw ketchup. He took ketchup and he threw ketchup in the, in the dining room next to the Oval Office. OK, maybe he did. I don't know. But then you find out uh, all of a sudden we get new information that the people well, number one, the one that apparently that Miss Hutchinson had a conversation with Tony Ornato, uh, who was the chief of staff for operations, Bobby Engel, who added Trump's security detail uh, at the White House after Trump's speech, you know, which he told rally goers he'd, he might wa- march to the Capitol with them and said, many of you will peacefully, patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard. I looked at Tony and he said, you know, did you hear what happened in the beast? They all are denying this. You know, Hutchinson said, so Hutchinson made all of these allegations. Now, you would think with such a blockbuster allegation, Politico's reporting the Secret Service says Liz Cheney, nobody on that committee. The January 6th committee did not reach out to the Secret Service in the days before yesterday's testimony. And this unholy alliance, the media mob and the Democratic Party, 
They they run, you know, hog wild with all of this. Just like they lied and run, ran hog wild with every nuanced allegation. Trump, Russia collusion, Alpha Bank, Trump servers. You know, the only thing that came out to be true is nothing. The only collusion with Russia was Hillary paid for a Russian disinformation dossier to smear Trump. That was leaked to the press in the days before the 2016 election. Then when the Hunter Biden laptop showed up weeks before the 2020 election, everyone, oh, that's uh, that looks like Russian disinformation. They had no evidence to make that claim. Turns out the laptop from hell is real. And we even have a voicemail of Joe Biden who said, oh, I never talked to my son about foreign business dealings. Well, he's on tape talking about China. Um, I think you're good. I saw the New York Times piece, blah, 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 on top of the pictures of Donald of, of Joe Biden, Hunter Biden and his foreign business partners that he met with and the references to meeting with them and the references to the big guy getting his his money and the complaints of Hunter that he has to pay half of of dad's bills with the money that he's he's making off of the Biden name. It's unbelievable. You know, so this now backfires on them. And it's by the way, it was the mainstream media that broke this story. It wasn't it, it wasn't Sean Hannity. Can't say, oh, the right wing is making these allegations. Nope. Just like it was ABC News that is now quoting former White House attorney Eric Hirschman claiming that a handwritten note regarding the potential statement for then President Donald Trump to release during the January 6th attack on the Capitol was written by him. Because yesterday, Cassidy Hutchinson testified under oath that it was written by her. Hirschman says, nope, that was written by me. That's my handwriting. Now, the committee is saying that they're standing by Ms. Hutchinson. And a spokesperson for the committee says it has done its diligence on this and has found Ms. Hutchinson's account on this matter credible. While we understand that she and Mr. Hirschman may have differing recollections of who wrote the note, what's ultimately important is that both the White House officials is that both that both White House officials believe that the president should have immediately instructed his supporters to leave the Capitol building. Actually, no. If uh, if in fact testimony was given under oath and turns out to be untrue, that has a, a legal term to it. That would be an investigation into possible perjury. But that would only happen if you're a conservative, of course. You know, you would think that they would look into this, but they were just so fast. To, they knew that the, they knew they were walking away for a couple of weeks. America's attention is going to go right to the Fourth of July next week. It's a holiday week for everybody. Most people are off. Most people will be away. Most people will be with their families. I guess most people will be home barbecuing because they can't afford the gas to take a trip or the plane ticket to cost a fortune because of the price of jet fuel. Now, Jamie Raskin, he pushed back on these reports on the Secret Service. And his his answer is he just, you know, anonymously sourced rumors. They're willing to testify. Bring them in and let them testify. Were we told the truth yesterday or we, we lied to yesterday? Because this, this is why you don't have hearsay witnesses in a real court of law. Period. End of sentence. And Hirschman is saying straight up that's his handwriting. She's saying it's her handwriting. Well, we have people that are actually handwriting experts. They'll be able to ascertain the truth and veracity of who wrote the notes or wrote on that card from the chief of staff's office. And it's unbelievable. 
you know, don't you find it a little bit odd that you have not one, not two, but four separate people making the same exact claim uh, that, in fact, Donald Trump authorized National Guard troops? Now, if you had any sense of fairness, wouldn't that be a big deal? Shouldn't the American people hear that, that Donald Trump authorized 20,000 troops to protect the Capitol in the days leading up to that January 6th? Now, why would Donald Trump do that? Because he knew that bad things are going to happen. No, probably because he knows that in any huge crowd that there are always going to be bad apples. Probably because he watched, like the rest of us, the mostly peaceful protests, we were told, descend into nothing but violence and chaos and, and dozens of dead Americans and thousands of injured cops and billions of property damage, that it probably would be smart to authorize, uh, knowing a big crowd was coming to town, authorize the guard ahead of time. You would think that Nancy Pelosi would say, be asked, why didn't you take the authorized troops and call up the guard in light of the big crowd coming? You know, knowing tensions in the country were high at the time. Why, Muriel Bowser, in writing, did you deny the authorized troops to be called up? You might want to bring in the Capitol Police chief while you're at it. And by the way, preserve their emails and their text messages and their phone records. Uh, which, by the way, Republicans now are going to do a real investigation into this. I believe that they've sent out preservation letters to everybody on the January 6th committee and all, all those people working on it. You know, that that would that would change the narrative quite a bit from the guy that wants this to happen and was cheering this on and and didn't have a problem with people saying, hang Mike Pence. And then others are making the argument, well, well those people that are focused on the the fact that the Secret Service and and uh, uh, agent and and the per the source of the hearsay story as it relates to what happened in the beast, the car with the president's reaching for the steering wheel. Uh, they're both willing to testify under oath. Put them under oath. Put Nancy Pelosi under oath. Why didn't you use the authorized troops available to you? Bring in the Capitol Police chief. Ask him. When did you first request National Guard troop assistance? It, I believe the date's January 3rd after a new threat assessment came in that showed the threat of violence was very real. Then they made the story, well, why don't you focus, Hannity, on the fact that the president said, the hell with the magnetometers. They're not here to shoot me. Uh, really? Because uh, I asked uh, sources close to the president. My sources confirmed over and over again the president is claiming he did not say that. I think he even put out a statement to that effect. You know, why don't you put both sides on and let the American people decide? But it's a one-sided hearing. This, this, you know, because they, they're trying to find something to make sure that Donald Trump never, ever, ever runs for president again. This is the swamp. This is the sewer uh, at work. Sources telling me that, in fact, Ms. Hutchinson worked for Donald Trump post-January 6th, when he was back in Mar-a-Lago, she stayed in Washington, but worked for the Trump team from January 21st through... I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 